Measure twice, cut once. Hammers and nails, hard hats, safety glasses, the tools of the trade were within reach of every member of the team yesterday at the Weaver's Grove Habitat for Humanity building site. Not just one home, but many houses are under construction and many more to come as affordable housing is prioritized and pursued here in the town of Chapel Hill. Also, cookies baking, children giggling, Legos snapping, creative cards and kindness filled the spacious parish hall yesterday as some of the youngest members of our community sat alongside teenagers and older adults so that all ages could be a part of the service day that was taking place. Side by side, choir members, creation care committee folks, clergy and their kids, UNC undergrads and PhD students, future homeowners and professional builders. Our church was building God's house yesterday, building on a foundation of love and care for our neighbors, building on the intergenerational relationships that being part of a church community affords us, building new connections amongst parents, and introducing some folks who are new to our parish to parishioners who have been active in their faith lives here in this place for decades. Some of you were here and there at the building site yesterday, and you've all made your way to church here today to come and see what God is doing in this place, preparing yourselves for what God might be doing next in your lives, in your homes, in your heart, your build site where the kingdom of God continues to be revealed to you and through you to us and the world around us. Francis, build my church. On this day, we also have the unique opportunity to reflect on the life and works of St. Francis, a fellow builder in the kingdom of God. Francis of Assisi was a conflicted young man before he was ever a saint. He was a child of a wealthy fabric dealer from a small town in Italy. He had access to all the worth, all the wealth in the world, and yet could see that there was poverty in the streets around him. As a young man, he decided to seek a greater understanding of the world by becoming a soldier, and ultimately went off to war. There he experienced imprisonment and a terrible illness, which he suffered from much of the time that he was detained. And he felt the desperation of real hunger for the first time. When he came home, he was even more deeply stricken by the disparity between his family's wealthy lifestyle, his own access to beautiful robes and armor, and that of the people who walked the streets of his own town. One story is told of a time that a beggar threw down his own tattered cloak in front of Francis as a sign of humility 
before one who might offer a coin or two to a poor man. Francis had no coins, but he gave the man instead his cloak and his horse. His father was furious, but Francis was deeply satisfied by this experience. It would not be the last time that Francis would cast off the belongings from his own back in order to meet the needs of someone he saw before him in a desperate situation caused by lack of resources. There are many stories about how Francis engaged with the needs of the poor. What was surprising to me is that his initial act of doing so was rooted in a moment where he heard God's voice speaking to him as he looked upon a crucifix of Christ. Francis, he heard, repair my falling house. Francis, rebuild my church. He was in a shabby chapel that had fallen to disrepair and had no money for oil for the lamps to be lit on the altar. Francis decided to sell what he had access to a bolt of his father's fine fabric, and serve the church how he could. Francis, rebuild my church. The words resonated with Francis so deeply that he committed the rest of his life not only to repairing the small house of worship where he encountered God, but also to repair the whole capital C church that he knew the world so desperately needed. His father did not accept or agree with Francis and the way he planned to give all that he could to serve the needs of the people that were before him in the streets of his own hometown. And once again, Francis tore off his clothes, renounced his own father and the accompanying wealth, and vowed a life of poverty in solidarity with the poor. Any charity that would come his way would go to meet the needs of others through the service of the church. And he would faithfully follow Jesus' teaching to love his neighbor and teach his community and those who would listen to him to love others with all that they have available to them, serving the needs before them with the resources that they could. Francis, Rebuild my church. Francis was given the unique mission to tend a house of prayer and to build relationships with those whom wealth and status would have kept him distanced from his whole life and to lead others to the experience of building and being the kingdom of God. We are still learning from Francis's example. Yesterday, The youngest members of our community were given the building blocks for a foundation of loving service and doing so in the midst of community. Decorating cards and baking cookies, such simple little tasks. And yet young children and teenagers and elders alike sat side by side and listened to and shared stories, not only from books, but from their lives. Everyone had a place at the table. Everyone's gifts were honored. Everyone had something to offer. 
And everyone walked away enriched and fulfilled. We all had a hand in building God's church yesterday. And every time we gather in this place, here at the Chapel of the Cross, as well as at the Weaver Grove's Habitat for Humanity site, and in the many places that you go to in your day-to-day lives, we are doing the work of building God's church alongside Francis, all of us, lowercase s, saints in the making. This is a community of faith that is not only in, that not only in God's call to us to be loved, but to be the hands and feet and builders of the kingdom of God in the world around us. Throughout this next year, we'll be invited again and again to come and see. We'll also be invited to be a part of building up this church so that this church can continue to build up its members to be the body of Christ in the world and continue to extend the edges of the kingdom of God. Thanks be to God for Francis, for his example and his invitation. Thanks be to God for all the ways in which people of all ages are invited into these stories and into these actions and opportunities, both here and out in the community. Thanks be to God for each one of you that invest your resources in this place so that this place could be a resource to so many, so that you can be a resource to so many an invitation, and an opportunity to be God's hands and feet, building the kingdom of God. Come and see and serve and follow Jesus. Amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at thechapelofthecross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.